Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about how to choose a property management company. Property managers come in all shapes and sizes. There are those who have strong corporate systems and processes, and they're excellent at managing hundreds of units in a single property. And then there are those who specialize in managing third-party properties, but do not dedicate staff to a single property. A single property manager might have a dozen or more clients. There are those property managers who aim to maximize their income on the back of the property owner. These property managers charge extra for everything. You want a site visit? That's extra. You want the property manager to call a handyman to repair a ceiling fan? Well, there's a fee on top of the handyman conducting the repair. You want the property manager to call for a trash pickup when the bins are full? Well, there's a fee for that too. And then there's a class of property managers who think and act like a property owner. They realize that the path to maximizing their own revenue is by maximizing the income to the property owner. Sadly, these types of property managers are vastly in the minority. The challenge when hiring even these managers is managing staff changes within their firm. Your experience as an owner is only going to be as good as your interaction with the staff that's ultimately assigned to your building. You can hire a property management company and interview the person who's going to be assigned to the building, and everything goes well for a period of time. But then, after a year or two, staff changes happen within the property management company. Someone new gets assigned to your building, and you get all the assurances that the new person has been fully trained, and they understand the specifics of what's required for your building. By the time you figure out the new property manager is not meeting your needs, you've got elevated vacancy. The relationship between the tenants and the property manager is broken, and you have an adversarial relationship with your tenants. When we speak about property management, it's difficult to comparison shop. Property management is not just one thing. It's a basket of services that can vary widely depending on what you want. Some property management companies are well-equipped to handle a broad spectrum of services, and then others simply are much narrower in terms of what services they can offer. At the most basic end of the spectrum, property management involves collecting of rent and remittance to the owner. The property manager can also be in charge of property maintenance, and that too can be broken down into basic maintenance with a defined envelope, or can include managing more exceptional maintenance that falls outside the routine if that's required. Then there's all of the finances for the property. There might be tax remittances. As the owner, you could choose to pay the bills and keep the books, or you could have the property manager take care of this too. You want to understand the software process that's used by the property manager. And there's a wide spectrum of software systems out there too. Some systems are pretty basic and amateur in their capability. They have a lot of limitations. Some don't support the segregation of properties into different portfolios with different ownership groups. Other, more sophisticated systems are designed specifically to help third-party managers interact professionally with the owners. I often have investors ask me how much they should pay for a property manager as a percentage of rent. It's a little bit like asking, how much is a meal in a restaurant? Are we talking about a McDonald's Happy Meal or a five-star dinner at the chef's table? The answer is it depends. What services are being included under that definition of property management? Does property management include cleaning of common elements? Does it include gardening, landscaping, snow removal? Does property management include bill payment and maintenance? What happens when tenants cause damage to the property? Does the property manager include damage repair in their services? One person claims to be paying 15% for property management and another claims to be paying 3%. Which one's a better deal? Well, without knowing what's included, it's impossible to answer the question. 
If that 15% fee includes short-term rentals that turn as often as every day or two, then the 15% is a smoking deal. It's a huge bargain. The 3% rate sounds great on paper, but most large apartment complex deals involving hundreds of apartments at that 3% rate require the owner to carry the salaries and benefits of the property management staff on their expense line. The 3% fee is additional and sits on top of the salaries for the staff. Some property managers charge a leasing commission. Some charge a commission on the lease renewal and some don't. Nothing in property management is one size fits all. Some property managers include review and maintenance of security cameras as part of their services, and then others don't. We look for managers that have a demonstrated consistent use of metrics to measure the performance of each property as well as measurement of their own performance as the property manager. If a manager has systems for measuring the quality of their own service, then clearly they take quality of service seriously. When we interview a property manager, we've got a consistent list of questions that we use to get a comprehensive view of that management company's systems and processes for managing the tenant relationship. At the end of the day, the term property management is a misnomer. The property is an inanimate object, and after all, it can't be managed. It's all about managing the landlord-tenant relationship. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.